some of us think we've got our life totally on lockdown. Others are questioning, where am I going? It seems to me, based on my personal and expertise, that these are questions that are asked by the majority. Where do I go from here? I thought I had desires, and they're not panning out. Where do I go from here? Don't you think it's important to look where and how you've gotten to be where you are now? Life is a progression. It's a process. It doesn't happen all in one night. It's the concept I talk with my clients about a lot. How do you eat an elephant? And I can hear them all saying back to me, you eat the elephant one bite at a time. Because if you try to eat the elephant all in one bite, you're going to choke. And if you try to achieve your ultimate life desires all at one time, you are going to choke. You are going to get frustrated. You are going to ultimately say, why bother? And you will give up. That's not the way life goes. We don't pop out of the womb knowing exactly what we want and where we want to go. The same way we don't pop out of the womb hating. We pop out of the womb as an innocent and from there we are taught. It's unfortunate, but we are taught to hate. Likewise, we are also taught to desire in a lot of aspects what others desire us to be. So we set off on that trajectory. I'm going to be the best possible whatever somebody else wants me to be. It doesn't make a difference what I want to be because I don't even know what I want to be. I'm just going to be the best possible what my parents want me to be or my friends think I should be or even the age-old heterosexual peer pressure. Ah, uh, I know a lot about this because... I have a heterosexual brother who fell into the same pitfall. I went to high school and college with this group of friends. We graduated. We moved on. One got married. Oh, I guess I need to get married. So I married. Everybody else got married too. Okay, we're all on the same page. Now one bought a house. And not only did they buy a house, but they bought the house in an 
area that's prestigious. And so therefore I need to buy a house in this same prestigious locale. I'm catching up. I've caught up. I'm on the same page. I'm playing the heterosexual game of peer pressure and doing what I need to do because everybody else is doing the same thing. Then all of a sudden we have children. They had a child. I gotta have a child. They had a second child. Oh, I gotta have a second child. They bought a bigger house. Oh no, I need to buy a bigger house and in a more prestigious neighborhood. And I do. And now I'm at the top of my game because not only do I have two children, a bigger house in a more prestigious neighborhood and a job that I hate, but it brings in enough money so that I can say, I'm bringing in enough money. My life is a dream. You know what? That doesn't quite reflect on the conversation that I had with my brother. I don't know how many decades ago when he's achieved all this and we're sitting in the jacuzzi in my parents' home. And don't forget, my parents bought into the same kind of, we need to have a good home, a pool, a jacuzzi, a this, that, or the other thing, when they finally realized, oh, we can't afford this. And I think I've talked about that before. No blame put on my parents. That was a different generation. That was a different mentality. But I'm talking about the mindset of my brother, who's three years younger than I, who's straight, and who chose to follow along the peer pressures dictated by the heterosexual community. He had all these things. And as he sat in the jacuzzi, he expressed to me how unhappy he is in his life. He even went so far as to resent me because I'm gay. You have more money because you're gay. You're happier because you're gay. What does that mean? I have more money because I'm gay. Well, because you can't get married and you can't have children. Well, at that time, yes, that was the case. Although, I didn't need to get married to have children. I could have adopted, although I chose not to. I had the two little boogers, my niece and my nephew, who I love so much. They were like my children. Yet, I digress. His remarks to me were, it's cheaper to keep her. Is that really the relationship that you want to be involved in? Do you really want to be jealous of your brother who has a 
quote-unquote lifestyle that you wish you had. Not that my brother desired to have a lifestyle of me being attracted to men, but he wished he had continued the lifestyle of being able to play the field and do as he wished, as he desired. At any moment, he saw that in me. Even though it wasn't something I saw in myself, I didn't see my life that way. I was living my life based on my own agenda. I was working at my job. I was getting my education. I was working with my family in a healthy way. So I didn't see my life that way, but apparently he did. I was footloose and fancy free because I was a big mo that could do whatever I wanted to do. And it reflected on him in a way that he was tied down, he was married, he had children. He needed to support them. He needed to put away money towards my niece's wedding that he didn't have necessarily. And my niece was only about three years old at the time. But because of the, as Vicky and I call it, the heterosexual gypsy curse, he felt that was his destiny. And therefore he felt trapped. Do I feel bad? No. I don't. My life has not been a choice as far as who I am. I am who I am. No, I won't start singing that song, but you know what I mean. But based on who I am has nothing to do with the choices I have made in my life. But it makes me sad to think that my brother and a good lot of his people have made the choices based on who they are. I got to get married. I got to have 2.5 children. I got to have a better job than my other friend. And I need to feel happy with all that around me. What a lot of pressure. I'm not going to say that I'm so happy that I'm gay. Even though I'm happy and respectful of who I am. But I guess that I'm happy that I didn't have the mentality to fall into that peer pressured dynamic of keeping up with the Joneses, of acknowledging that it's cheaper to keep her, to feeling the pressure that I've got to put away money to pay for my daughter's wedding down the line, their college educations down the line, 
And so, you know, before I even get there 20, 30 years from now, I'm just miserable. And that's my life. It's sad. It's pathetic. But it's a choice. I caution others considering that as a choice. But there's no judgment if one decides to choose that option. It's up to you. You're a grown adult. You can make these decisions. I only say I'm posting this podcast as an experience that I've had, a recognition that I've had, and you can make your decisions based on what I've lived to tell. Until next time.